Okay, good evening folk. I would like to thank David and Vision Church for the invite to give the Friday night devotional. I just would like to open this up in prayer. Father, we just come before you. We just ask you, Lord, just to bless this message tonight. And we just ask you, Lord, just to, to be with us in these kind of days of trouble. So just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight I want to share with you some encouragement that I gleaned from the book of Haggai, chapter twenty chapter Haggai chapter two verses one to nine. The book of Haggai is the second shortest book in the Old Testament, with Obadiah the shortest. It is one of the twelve minor or latter prophets. Minor compared to the major prophets is no less significant in importance. The nine books before Haggai, from Hosea to Ze Zephaniah, speak before the captivity of Judah when they were exiled to Babylon. And the book of Haggai, followed by Zechariah and Malachi, speak after the 70-year exile in Babylon when they returned to Jerusalem. It's fascinating, in the book of Ezra, in chapter 4, verses, verse 24, to chapter 5, verse 2, and chapter 6, verse 14, it mentions Haggai and Zechariah who would encourage the people to rebuild the temple. They were the prophets of the restoration of the temple. Haggai himself had a three to four month ministry and he had penned this book in 520 BC. And these two chapters of Haggai are packed with encouragement for us as believers to understand God and to desire a, close, a closer relationship to him. And tonight we're going to concentrate on Haggai chapter 2. Verses 1 to 9. The Israelites had returned to Jerusalem after their 70-year captivity and they began to rebuild the temple. But when they were but then they were quickly discouraged. They faced opposition and they felt disheartened. And when they realized that this new temple will never be as grand as Solomon's temple. So they downed their tools and turned their focus on building their own homes and own businesses. The temple was left unfinished and their hearts were lukewarm towards God. The desire was to re-establish a covenant relationship 
with his chosen people after their return from Babylon. The half-finished temple and the, the slow progress of it rebuilding was a hindrance to the restoration and that relationship. And they had the they had the foundations, they had laid the foundations, and they had the altars for sacrifice, but fourteen years later there was no further progress being made. So this is where I want to focus on this devotional. And let's read this together now in Haggai chapter 2, verses 1 to 9. In the seventh month, in the one and seventh and twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Haggai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do you see it now? Is this not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Yet now, be strong, O Zerubbabel, saith the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest. And be strong, all ye people of the land, saith the Lord. And work, for I am with you, saith the Lord of hosts. And according to the word that I have covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, and my spirit remaineth among you, fear ye not. For this saith the Lord of hosts, yet once in a little while, and I will shake the heavens, and the earth, and the sea, and the dry land, and I will shake the na all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine. The gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. This chapter begins with the date, the 21st of the seventh month of Tishri, which was during the time of the Feast of the Tabernacles. When the Jewish people remembered departing from Egypt, it was the it was the last day of the feast when the people would be keen to be getting back to their plush houses, where they could turn their central heating on, where they could click on and watch Netflix. I'm only kidding, but instead God used this day to remind them that this that his house is still not finished and to encourage them to finish the temple and he instructs Haggai to speak to Zerubbabel governor of Judah and Joshua son of the high priest Joasadik both of whom were in positions 
of authority who would instruct the people of Jerusalem in the task ahead. Let's look at a kind of first point here for the look at um, dealing with the past. So let's look at verse 3. The people were being nostalgic, looking back instead of looking forward. Looking forward to the future, which caused them discouragement. God asked three questions. Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? This is aimed at the elderly who would have seen the splendour of Solomon's temple, which was destroyed 66 years earlier. And he asked again, and how do you see it now? The people were discouraged because the temple that was being built was inferior to Solomon's temple of the past. And lastly, God asked, is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? The new temple built was inferior in the eyes of the people. And so they were and they were discouraged. Do you suffer from discouragement? Do you suffer from discouragement in your Christian walk? Do you compare your fast achievements or the achievements of others in your current circumstances and feel that they are and feel that what you are doing is insignificant or worthless in the eyes of the Lord? Does that hinder you from stepping out in obedience and carrying on the work of the Lord, what he has called you to do? At times, I do. I think of the many times in my walk with the Lord. I think of the many times I have, have sinned or, or I've um, backslid. I remember lost opportunities where, where I could have witnessed and shared the gospel. We shouldn't wallow in envy or shame. The past is in the past. And if you, if our attitude has caused us to sin before the Lord, we repent, asking for forgiveness, and then we press on encouragement by the hope we have in Jesus. We need to remember in John chapter 16, verse 33, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The victory of Christ's work on the cross has been won for us. We have the peace of Christ that helps us in the most discouraging times. Let's look at our second point, 
at the present time, for the present time where they were at. And look down at verse 4. The Lord is telling Zerubbabel, Joshua and the people to be strong and work. He has both he, he was both rebuking them for their lazy attitude towards the temple building and encouraging them and encouraging them to keep going. He didn't want them to be looking back at Solomon's temple. He doesn't want them to be he doesn't want them to be looking back, backwards either. He wants us to focus on the task at hand and to glorify him in all that we do. Obviously, obviously we, we have jobs, we have our homes, we have our families and commitments that they are important. It's an important work, but the most important work for us as believers is the Great Commission. In Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always even to the end of the age. I don't know about you, but I know sometimes I look to some of the, the great spiritual giants of the faith, like Charles Spurgeon, and I end up having, I end up having the wrong attitude. Just like the Israelites, when they were building the temple, I feel that I have to. What I feel what what I have to offer is small and inconsequential, and I feel discouraged. But the Lord rebukes that attitude. We must be prayer warriors. We must be diligent in studying our Bible, and worshiping the Lord. We need to be prepared for what the God calls us to do, either in church, the workplace, out and about, or at home. He wants us to share the gospel to the people so that they can know Jesus. So take courage because God is with you. Here at the end of verse 4 there are four very important words I am with you I am with you these wonderful words affirm God's presence they are a promise of the Lord and we know he always keeps his promise and this is the second time in Haggai the first time was in chapter 1 that the Lord has given this promise. I am with you. And it was with this spark, the reassurance they needed. And they got them to restart the work of the temple. And that promise was 
for the people of Haggai's day. And that promise is for, for us today. As we saw earlier in the verses in Matthew, when Jesus said, I am with, I am with you always to the end of the age. Let's look down at verse 5. It says here, According to the word that I have covenanted with you, when you come out of when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remaineth among you, fear ye not. God's faithful covenant commitment commitment to them and his Holy Spirit never left them all these centuries ago. And they were told to fear not. And as Christians, no matter how difficult the situation is in our life, God, God's Spirit is with us and we need not fear. Lastly, our third point, looking to the future. As God speaks in verse 6, we read, Yet once, yet once, it is a little while. This is a, rem a reminder that God's timing isn't in our timing. And Peter, as Peter speaks in, in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8, But beloved, be not ignorant for this one thing, that one day is with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. And God continues and says here, And I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And this is quoted in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 26, where it says, Whose voice then shook the earth? And now he hath promised, saying, Yet once I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. It is only the scripture of Haggai quote it's this is the only kind of scripture that is um, quoted in Haggai in the New Testament and I believe the Lord is, is showing us here that the only thing that that will have a, a lasting meaning will be those things that are for his glory and through his power and wisdom. In verse 7, it says here, And the desire, and the desire of all nations shall come. What or who is this desire for all nations? Who do you long to be in the presence of? It's Jesus. It has to be Jesus. The second part of this verse, verse 7, And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The temple, the people are building, might not be splendious. 
as Solomon's temple. But it isn't about the outward appearance, but it's rather what's inside this temple was going to be filled with the glory of the Lord. Lastly, in verse 8, God says, The silver is mine, the gold is mine. As God, motiv as God motivated Zerubbabel and Joshua and the people to build a temple, they didn't need to worry about not being able to afford the best because God was going to provide the silver and gold. He just needed the willing people to do the labour. Are you willing to work for the Lord? Matthew 9 says, The harvest is truly plenteous, but the labourers are few. You may feel inadequately equipped you may sometimes feel discouraged, but the Lord's promises to give us all that we need to do what to do the work that He calls us to do. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. In one Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen, it says, "What." Know ye not that the that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not of your own. And we have the written word of God, which is sharper than a two-edged sword. And this is all we need to step out in faith with courage. To reach the lost and share the gospel. So don't look back with regret. Don't compare yourself to others. And don't put off until tomorrow. That the Lord wants you to do today. Be strong and work. Because the Lord is with you. <laughs>